This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog. Uh-oh, guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. Huh? Anybody? Monday, Tuesday, hump day is halfway. It's Mike Shope. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> and the Bulldog. Hey, guess what day it is? Oh, come on. I know you can hear me. It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog. Guess what today is? It's hump day. Woohoo! On WGR. Hump day? Sports Radio 550. Yeah, guess what day it is. It's another day that Shope ain't here. That's what day it is. All right, Mike's out sick. I have sympathy, really. I'm, I'm kidding. Uh, hi, good afternoon. I'm the Bulldog. Zach, I have a question for you right off the top here. I think I know the answer because of your lack of a reaction. Uh, you were just doing the update. When I'm on the air, if you want to talk to me in my headset, you can do that, right? Correct. It, like off, it won't yes. go on the air, right? Yes. That, I, I'm not... Can I do that to you? No, I hear absolutely okay. nothing but my own voice. Okay. So when you said Deontay Hardy was named AFC uh, Special Teams Player of the Week, and yes. I went, whoa, in here. Heard none of it. You didn't hear it. You didn't I, even, did, I didn't even see you didn't it. Even I was see reading me. it. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah I, did, I, did, I was trying to distract you. Uh, actually, it was just, I, really, I had just heard the news, and I was so excited. No, I'm kidding. I, I knew about it. Uh, I was just curious. You, you, you were stone. You're just... Right through. I like to think, though, that for about 30 seconds there, you thought, wow, that is a stone-cold killer in there. Yeah, no, I, I, I suspected that, you know, the, that was the case, that I, I could not talk to you. I, I mean, I guess I could have turned my mic on. Did you already have me up? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, so I could have turned my mic on and went, woo! That would have been jarring. That would have been, yeah. That would have been fun. That would have been weird. All right, uh, well, thank you for that. Welcome back, by the way. How was your day off? It was wonderful. It was very, very nice. Good. It was good. I, I didn't play golf, but I went to the golf dome, got some swings in, All right. went to the Sabres game. That slightly ruined my night. We don't have to touch on that. We do not have to go there. It's okay. But it's yeah, I, I haven't touched golf clubs in like two months, so I was fully... I woke up yesterday and I was like, temper the expectations. Yeah. Don't be, you know, don't be discouraged if it goes poorly. It went real well. Went real well. I was kind of relieved. We got a lot of... It's going to be wall-to-wall football. Uh, I was a little relieved... Watching the Sabres game, and I'm really not trying to be cute or sarcastic or mean. I was glad that 
if they were going to lose, that it was just kind of like it was just a loss. Like it wasn't – they could have gotten – I mean, it was 5-2 there, and it could oh, have yeah. turned into that Columbus game. Oh, real quick. Uh, and it didn't, and that might have required some airtime attention. Uh, and if they had won – and and I I wish they had I, w- I wish I had reason like, hey we're celebrating a three game win streak and we're all excited and maybe this is the turning point and all that like I, I know I would sound almost entirely like a jackass if I were doing that if they had won the game but it might have felt like they they should they, they were elbow, elbowing their way to the bar yeah it, it would have felt, it would have felt warranted instead of just kind of a nondescript like oh yeah there they are again the okay, first ten minutes fine. were awesome yeah that's, no, that's right. really about it I yeah I didn't hate them last night but they just didn't get any saves and you know that's that, that's how it goes anyway that's enough about that uh, I, busy 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 show today if you would like to get in on a conversation that's been happening on social media for the last few hours now's a great time at eight oh three oh five fifty. I uh, woke up this morning thinking about the Steelers. Obviously, the Bills are playing the Steelers on Sunday in a wild card playoff game. And so thinking about like the history with the Steelers. They've met three times in the playoffs. Um, they're geographically somewhat aligned. Some have argued over the years that they should be in the same division. Uh, they're not, of course. So they're not like a you know, like a division rival, but they're – they're on a list, and th- and that was what I set out uh, thinking about. Well, from this morning into this early afternoon, uh, I posted a list on Twitter on my Twitter feed, Bulldog at WGR, uh, or at Bulldog WGR. I said that wrong. Um, I went Miami, Kansas City, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, New England. I just spit it out for you. Uh, that I said subject to change. This is my first run at it. I'm trying to consider the biggest AFC rivals, the Bills have and considering the present as well as the past and I went with Miami number one because you know well I'm 58 years old and I remember growing up with the Bills never being able to beat the Dolphins and during that time I don't think that the way I would like to use the word rival, that the Dolphins would have been defined as a rival because they were stomping the Bills twice a year for 10 years. And much like the Patriots in the 2000s, it's tough to qualify as a rivalry if it's that one-sided. And so, uh, but... You spin it forward into the 90s, and you've got Marv, and you've got Shula, and you've got Kelly, and you've got Marino, and you've just got, I mean, two of the top teams in the conference for, you know, a good chunk of the decade in the 90s. And, you know, the Bills had the better of it uh, in the regular season, (laughs) excuse me, and in the playoffs, uh, but it sort of evened it out. And now we're here currently, and while the Chiefs are more a team that has been in the Bills' hair uh, for the playoffs, certainly. I feel like Miami, history, all of it rolled up together. And I think moving forward, I don't think the Dolphins are going anywhere. I mean, I know the Bills have kind of run roughshod over them, but they did meet in the playoffs last year. They could meet again in the playoffs. I mean, you're going to need Miami to win a couple of tough, really tough road games in Kansas City and in Baltimore uh, to pull it off. But, I mean, I don't know. It could happen. And you need the Bills to get there. Uh, but either way, I feel like Miami, it, they they check the most boxes for me. There's heritage and history, if those aren't synonymous. There, uh, there's you know give and take, and there's a you know a current situation where you know I would expect moving forward here, Tua's 
going to get a contract and they're they're going to they're going to keep rolling and maybe at some point they'll beat a team with a winning record um and and further legitimize their standing but i i, I like them at one i think the chiefs the chiefs also have there is some history there i mean you got to go way back for some really good history on the chiefs the chiefs beat the bills to go to the first super bowl after the Bills had won back-to-back AFL titles, the, 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 they beat the Chargers, the old San Diego Chargers, uh, in back-to-back years in 64 and 65. 66, they played the Chiefs in that same game, and it was the first year of the Super Bowl, and the Chiefs won it. And so you've got, you go way back to that. There's 90s playoff history, one-sided for the Bills. And then, of course, you've got the recent vintage here where, you know, <clears throat> they've 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 had the better of it, I guess is a way to put it in twenty and in twenty one, uh, in those seasons, following those seasons in the postseason, AFC title game in twenty, divisional round in twenty one, with the thing that happened at the end with some number of seconds, and you know the drill. All right, so I I have Chiefs two, I went Bengals three, and what one of my there's a couple things happening here because I've got New England fifth, Pittsburgh is fourth, and. There's there's plenty of pushback on New England, right? Like, how can New England be fifth? What are you doing? I'm I'm looking for a rivalry, not not a team that I can't stand playing because they always kick my ass, but like a rivalry. And the Bills were never. I mean, I guess if you could you could say the Patriots held you back from something by beating you twice a year. Mostly. I mean, there's a couple of exceptions in there. Um, and if not for that, if you could have even found your way to a split, maybe you're a wildcard team a couple of times during the drought or something. But it never felt to me while New England was lording over the AFC East and kicking sand in our faces collectively for the 2000s that they were holding me back from anything. You know, like they, they, they were an impediment. Yes. But I was my own worst enemy. I didn't have my, I didn't have a quarterback. I, I, I wasn't contending for anything. And like, they, they weren't in my way as much as I think the bills were in their way, their, their own way. And so a one-sided decade followed by what is shaping up like it, well, it would it'd be a bit of a reach to say that the reverse is happening here uh, now in the, in the 2020s. I mean, the Bills have had the better of it, but New England has beaten them a couple times already here, uh, including just earlier this year in Foxborough. They won here in that win game back in 21. Um, and there was a playoff meeting in there, but it has never... They're not good when we're good. We were not anywhere near good when they were great. And it just doesn't it doesn't match for me. And the, and the rest of the history going back between the two teams is almost non-existent to me. They're they're kind of just like they're just a team that was there, and that's largely because of the Dolphins in the division. So like New England never really does not say you shouldn't hate them and that you shouldn't maybe sometimes in the middle of the night think about how great it was to watch Bill Belichick throw that telephone in that Monday night game in 2020. Uh, like those are, that was awesome and it felt great, but rival, I can't get there. I mean, they're on the list, you know, they outrank Jacksonville and Tennessee, but they don't to me outrank Pittsburgh or Cincinnati and certainly not Kansas city or Miami. 
what I like about, I, I mentioned the Bengals at three, and that is very recent, but also history. Do you know that the Bengals have beaten the Bills three times in the playoffs? The only other team that has beaten the Bills three times in the playoffs is the Chiefs, if you include that AFL game. you got to go all the way back to that. So the Bengals are 3-0 and against the Bills in the postseason. And we know how this year's regular season meeting went. And one of the reasons I feel so good about this playoff picture, the playoff you know, pool, if you will, is that the Bengals aren't there. Burrow isn't there. I don't have to deal with them. They'll be back. He'll be back. They'll be back. I think the Bengals will be in our hair again. And as soon as they have to play them again, they're not on the regular season schedule next year. I don't have that memorized yet, but I don't think I saw the Bengals on that. I'm not sure. Mike's, Mike's the one who has that stuff on lockdown because of the crossovers and everything, but I, I don't think they're there. Um, if they are, I apologize. But whenever you see them again, it's going to feel like, oh, it's time to beat these guys because th- this edition of the Bills has not beaten them yet, and they have already been farther than you have in the postseason. I mean, they made the Super Bowl. They beat the Chiefs in Kansas City in 21 and got there, and the Bills still haven't gotten there, and then you can go back if you want to. 88 AFC Championship game, 81, there's a divisional round loss after the Bills beat the Jets in the wild card, and I know, all right, that's <laughs> a short for sounded older. I mean, I'm going back. I know. Um, but that's, that's what this is about. I feel like I can be of use in a situation like this because I remember watching the Bills lose to the Bengals in 1981. All right. I was around for that. I mean, don't ask me for the play by play, but I, you know, I know they lost. And of course in 88 again, and, and if you want it, they beat the Bills in the regular season in 88, which is why the Bills had to go to Cincinnati in the first place in that, AFC title game uh, at, at the very outset of the great 90s era uh, for the Bills. So I have the Bengals slotted in there at three. and But I did get some pushback. This is interesting because I, I make the point about New England, right? Or at least I hope it's interesting. I don't, I don't know. I might just be talking to, you know, you're like, dude, this sucks. I don't know. But I think it's interesting. I mentioned the thing about New England. Like they are dinged because to me it's such a one-sided matchup that – it's such a one-sided rivalry, if you will, that they they get they get dinged for that, and so they're down at five. I guess somebody with I mentioned the Bengals, like, but the Bengals always win. Like, hmm. Well, let me think about that. I don't play them all the time. It's it's more rare, and so the losses are more spread out, and it feels like right now they've got the upper hand, but. I think the the potential for that to be a rivalry moving forward is still very much there. Um, it's not like it's like two wins last year means um, that they they're dominating and therefore they can't be a rival. All right, I think I think it works. I'm bending a little, but it's not it's not the same as playing them twice a year every year for a you know twenty years and they're stomping you like New England did. It's it's different than that. Uh, with Cincinnati. So I, I have them there because they, they are 3-0 and against you in the playoffs, and playoffs really help. The Steelers, it's a little thinner. Well, that, they're fourth, but I still have them ahead of New England. 
And there's a lot of history there, too. I don't need to go all the way back to 1974, uh, but there's a playoff game there. Uh, The Bills beat them in a divisional game after the 92 season. The week after the comeback game, they went with Frank Reich to Pittsburgh and won and then won in Miami when Kelly came back in the AFC Championship game to go to their third of four straight Super Bowls. Um, But there's a loss two years after that in 95. We we just talked about this the other day. The, the full, I couldn't remember it because Mike said there's three playoff meetings. And I remember '74, and I of course remember the the game in in January of '93. Uh, but I had forgotten about the '95 game. Bruce Smith had the flu at like 103 temperature. He couldn't go play, and the Bills lost that game. Um, and then in in mixed in there, the Steelers, and it doesn't line up as as well as I would like it to, um, but. There are three years in a row. This is where the Steelers are for me and why even when the Bills went to play there, what year was that? In 19, when they made the playoffs, they went, Trey White had an interception late and all that. Was that that 19? I'm trying to remember. That was 19 because that was right before they break out. Okay. And the idea of playing a primetime game in Pittsburgh was still, even though it had been a while, was really intimidating to me because of a run of three games in four years that happened in Pittsburgh on Monday nights. And it's like the it's still the Bills of the of the Super Bowl era. 93, 94 is not a playoff year, but still we're we're living our lives like the Bills are the Bills, right? They got here's Kelly and Bruce Smith and Andre and Thurman and all the guys, right? Um so it was a dip in there, but still 93, 94, and 96. Um they play on Monday nights all three years. The first two of those are the same week of the season, November 15th and November 14th. And these are the best Bills at that point we'd ever seen. And, I mean, they just could not handle the Steelers on the road. 23-0, 23-10, 24-6 are those three scores in those primetime games. And I know it is a long-ass time ago. That still leaves a mark. Like going, and, and I recognize the Bills don't have to go to Pittsburgh on Sunday. The Steelers are coming here, and it's not a night game. The Steelers, though, those three games... Feel like when I when I sit back and think, like I needed to look. I thought, did they did they play in Pittsburgh every year on Monday night during the '90s, or is it just my imagination? Like it kind of felt that way, and it, and it of course they didn't. And the Bills had plenty of success in the '90s. There's a game they played here in '91 where Kelly I think throws six touchdown passes and they clobber the Steelers 52 to 34. I mean they they had their moments against the Steelers, but think about like. You, hear, you want some names? Greg Lloyd, Kevin Green, LeVon Kirkland. Like these are, Lloyd had this big face mask that it felt like he was using as a weapon. Um, again, the, they tormented us. The, the, the best Bills teams we had ever seen to that point just were no match. They, they'd go in there, and it's Dick LeBeau and Blitzberg and the stupid towels and the whole thing, and they just wilted. And so that was tough. I mean... And that still leaves enough of a mark to me that I've got the Steelers rated up there above New England. Um, they've been sort of you know, right along with New England. I mean, they've been in our kitchen like New England, but the Steelers have been, you know, they've never had a losing record with Mike Tomlin as their head coach. They rolled right out of Cowers Super Bowl into Tomlin and eventually won one with him, and they're good every year. <clears throat> and so 
and there is history. You've got 4 if you want it to. You lose to the Steelers' backups with a chance to end the drought, which at that point was barely a drought. It was five years old. Uh, so I don't even think we were calling it a drought. You need to get to like year seven or eight before you're talking drought, I think. Um, so it, it's early enough in that that we might have never even had a drought. I mean, I don't know. After that, what happens? I mean, maybe the Bills, you know, just keep making the playoffs or something after that or whatever. But I think 4 leaves a mark for fans. You heard, you heard, you heard plenty of that last week when the Steelers were going to play Baltimore backups. Hey, wouldn't it be cool if they couldn't handle Baltimore backups and they do the Bills a favor, or whatever? And as it turns out, here we are. We're we're seeing these two teams meet. So you've got that. If you want it, season opener in twenty one. Sorry to bring it up, but you know, there's no reason that loss hurts. But like, I had a physical reaction when you said that. There's yeah. so much hype, yeah, and it just came crashing down right. for one week. And it, it is. I'm, I don't, I'm not happy to mention it. I mean, it belongs in the conversation. I think, even though it's a regular season game. In thinking about the Steelers all day today, a, a part of my brain went like, "How do they win this game? How do the Steelers win this game?" I mean, we're, we're most likely going to have weather. 25 to 35 mile an hour winds, wind chill in the teens, maybe precipitation. There's definitely going to be precipitation in the area. It's just the forecasters, as I understand it right now, can't pin it down because they're not 100% which way the wind's going to be blowing. Where, where do we live? Uh, so, you know, we'll see. But so weather, but how did they win that opener in 21? Blocked punt, right? So that there's your there's your upset script. Right, give me a, a, the turnover, wacky turnover plays, wacky special teams plays, you know, scooping scores and that nonsense. So, like that's there, and again, you've got the history uh, open to you there if you want it. And I'll tell you what, I stopped o- almost more so for space. Miami, KC, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, New England, in that order, first to fifth, as far as Bills rivals go. <clears throat> Excuse me. In my opinion. After that, you know who's next? I think Jacksonville is next. I was just next. about to say Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville is next. Somehow, some way. Right? There's a there, there's the they beat the Bills in '96 mm-hmm. in the playoffs, mm-hmm. Kelly's last game. You've got a playoff loss there in '19. So that's pretty recent. And you've got that stupid game they lost with Urban Meyer a couple years ago. Like, whatever that was, 10-6 or yep. whatever. That, oh, my God. I mean, you even got this year in London. Yeah. So, the, like, the Jaguars, the Jaguars are 2-0 against the Bills in the playoffs. That's so gross. I know, That's right? so gross. I think they outrank Tennessee, even though Tennessee is, like, such a tragedy because of the, you know, home run throwback. Um, so, like, I stopped at five. Like, just to point out, like, you're putting Jacksonville on a list of AFC rivals. Like, who are you? What are you talking about? But I think legit that's next. One person on Twitter, I'll, ra- I'll, I'll wrap this for now uh, in a moment. One person on Twitter mentioned the Jets to me. And, look, we got close to that this year if the Aaron Rodgers thing had taken off. But for a team that is in the Bills division, I got to tell you, the Jets have, n- I don't think at the Bills did play them in a wild card game back in 81. I already mentioned, and then they lost the following week uh, to the Bengals in a divisional round. The Jets have n- never mattered to me. 
I barely think about them. Like you're right, like in the division, but of the other two or the other, you know, all three of those teams, I, mean, I barely think about them. They're just it's always kind of the same. Yeah. Uh, you know, they've had their good years. We've had our good years. They very rarely, if ever, have lined up. Eighty-one uh, might maybe it's the only time. I, I don't know. Um, that, there's just nothing there. At least the Patriots have a you know twenty years of dominance over Ruin you. children's childhood. Yeah, right. And Miami has that for a previous generation, and then the current thing. The Jets are just like the Jets are just the Jets are just the Jets. They're just there. There needs to be four teams in a division, and they're the fourth. Yeah, like it, like and, and it feels bad, but like yeah, like that's where they're at. Like I think them and New England have a pretty tasty rivalry yeah. going on. Yeah. But like, because there's coaching yeah. history there with Parcells and Belichick, and Belichick was going to go to the Jets, and he didn't. He went to the Patriots. And like, yeah, that, that there's some juice there. Um, but yeah, and and I think the Jets in Miami ha- have a thing. I think so. Um, but I, it's it's not Bills Miami. I just don't. It's not Miami and the Patriots. Those two teams yep. did not like each other by the end. And then of course Bills Patriots. I think those coaching staffs genuinely don't like yeah. each other. So I got I got no, I got nothing on the Jets. Like the the Jets, if, if I were to do the whole conference. The Jets might be down there with the Houston Texans, honestly. Like I, I just don't. I, there's nothing there. They've never really mattered uh, to me in any real meaningful way. So, uh, and uh, you know, that's just me. So, I don't input on the list. A lot of feedback on Twitter, um, and I appreciate it. But the the big points of contention to me uh, that I've gotten back the most pushback is like, what New England five? What like how can you have New England five? And I just it's been one sided. I, I and and now it's kind of swung the other way there's not it's just not it's not happened yet um i i feel more strongly about the bengals and the steelers uh we'll talk about this some more uh bounce this off of sal capaccio because he's joining us early i didn't even give you the rundown i was so excited to get to this that i didn't even tell you we we have like guest arama today sal is at 3 30 uh at four pittsburgh chris mack from 93.7 The Fan is going to join us. That's our buddy Andrew Filippone station, so one of his co-workers uh, on the Steelers at 4. At 5, <clears throat> excuse me, Matt Perino, uh, Syracuse.com, uh, and the Shout Podcast. A touch base with him at 5, and then I'll have Sal at 6. So sort of in between there, uh, we'll be able to maybe pour over this some more, and I'll bring it back up and reset it and hopefully get some feedback from all of you. But it's time for our first break. Uh, we'll take a timeout, and then Sal will get the get the rundown for us on what McDermott had to say today and practice and all of it as the Bills begin their preparations for Sunday's wildcard meeting with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mike Shope is off today along with Zach Jones. I am the Bulldog. Thanks for listening to WGR. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.